Here we go again. Yeah. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Neon Belly Podcast. We are your hosts, Nate. John. And Brandon. And today we have a very, very special guest joining us. He is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, we'll say super blue belt. Super. You know, like a super senior. He's like a super yeah. blue belt. A couple of years too far. <laughs> He's also a mixed martial artist who has a professional record of 1-0. He went 7-5 as an AMI and was also the Coliseum Combat Amateur 185-pound champion. He trains at Gaha Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and MMA right here in Kokomo, Indiana. Genuinely one of the hardest working guys we know. One of the hardest working guys you'll ever meet. Ran here to the studio today to do this. He's our friend, our brother, James, the Concrete Kid. Schaefer. What's up? They be getting into that, don't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah they like it. And you see Brandon, he just sits with his arms folded, yep. like, and just, I just, just wait for this to end. Yep. <laughs> I can't even complain because I'm like always listening to their music, like it's in my workout. <laughs> Do you mean mic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's talk about the mic thing. <laughs> right off that. the top, let's just get right into that. The, the Jane well, first off, thank you for coming today. Yeah. Thank you for wearing a shirt as well. Well Well, the nipples are it's out. It's a third of a shirt, <laughs> yeah. but we'll take it. I can still show my abs. <laughs> Yeah, you remember the microphone thing we were just talking about? Yeah, there you I, go. I, told, I told you, <laughs> I, I told you, <laughs> I told you everybody does it, man. It's all good. But yeah, man, thanks for being here. You did run here. Literally, did, that's, that's definitely. a true story. And like yeah. when he was running up, I was like, there's literally not a more Schaefer thing ever than him running <laughs> to this. Like, like you ask him to be somewhere and he's going to run the three and a half miles yeah. to get here. Makes you want to park a little bit further from the door. <laughs> yeah. Just right. to feel yeah. like, you, yeah. hey, yeah, well. Yeah, I literally park as close as I can. Yeah. I literally park on the door, so. <laughs> but let, yeah, let's talk about the Mike James thing right off the top because I feel like that's a hot topic for you. Yeah. It, yeah, it creates yeah. a lot of confusion. Is it Mike? Is it James? I definitely Why? get I, I definitely get this question a lot. And uh, so growing up, my father's name is James Schaefer. My grandfather's name is James Schaefer. So growing up, my mom always called me Mike. Okay. Just so we can switch mm. it off. So um, Michael is my middle name. So, mm. yeah. So that's how a lot of that comes about. So usually people that are really close to me or know me or my family or anybody, they all call me Mike. Sure. Mm. And then... You know, like everybody else that knows me, calls me James or Schaefer, so. Okay. How close would you say you and Brandon are on the Mike James thing? <laughs> Dude, let's just keep him <laughs> on the Schaefer thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is when we first started uh, training with you and stuff and getting close, whenever we'd... Whenever I'd reference you, I'd go to say like Mike or James, but uh, Schaefer, yeah, yeah, Schaefer. Uh, Schaefer. <laughs> this is easier because like both of them are kind of, like not in the gym, sure. But Mike and well, James isn't quite as common for me as far as people I know. But Mike's one of those things like I know like seventeen Mikes, yeah. yeah. So if you don't have some type of other describing words in there, yeah, I just go Schaefer, Schaefer. Yeah, I feel like it's easier. I'm just so I'm so used to Schaefer. Yeah, now, I refuse like, to call you sexy though. Why? Yeah, because there's just no way I can do it. I'm just sexy. I'm I'm glad. Did you ever go with the James Sexy Schaefer for I a didn't. fight? I didn't. But Brady, I'm, 
Brady did call it out one time. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, let's That's talk great. about it, man. Let's get right into it. So you said you were willing to talk about anything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's just start with you because you have such an awesome story. And that's like one of the, I mean, aside from the fact there's no way we weren't going to get you on here. The biggest <laughs> thing is to to really talk about you, your story. Um, so just kind of start from like a younger age, man, and then kind of into like where things went wrong. We'll say gotcha. <laughs> when gotcha. things started, went down. Well, uh, I, would, I would just say that like things probably really started going downhill when I was like eight years old, um, six, six, eight, somewhere in there. But my parents had uh, gotten divorced. My mom had gone out and got a boyfriend and, you know, they clicked and stuff like that. And things just started going way downhill with him. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he would just like, I remember waking up in the middle of the night where he was beating my mom and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, mind you, I'm six, seven years old, sleeping on a couch, like having to bury my head into this couch to cry because like, what do I do? And right, I, right. I don't go beat this man up. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, and then like, even when I did stick up, I remember one time I stuck up for my mom, I was like, leave my mom alone. And his reaction to that was, let me go get the gun and stick it in this kid's face. Mm. So like, I remember that cause I'm like, just looking down this barrel, this 22 mm-hmm. and I'm just like, shit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, what do you, yeah. what yeah, do you you're do? Just a kid. So, yeah. Just a kid. And, um, one time I back, I just talked back and I looked at him and I could just see in his eyes. I was just, I took off running. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Like I'm out. Yeah, I just took off running. Down. He followed behind me and kicked my legs out from underneath me. I landed on the ground. He mounted, he got in full mount and just beat me. And I was just like, yep, mm-hmm. this sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's just stuff like that. Uh, my sisters went through all that and, mm-hmm. you know, he, actually was raping my sisters at the time mm. you know you'd wake up in the middle of the night and you'd hear stuff like that yeah and, right you know i'm six seven years old like sure just and there's nothing you can do you have to be quiet i mean you you, you yeah. can't cry out loud you don't want to even know you're awake yeah um eventually it got to a point where he was like telling my mom he was going to kill us after christmas and um my mom woke three of us up because she couldn't wake up another my other sister mm-hmm. without waking him up. And she was like, grab your guys' stuff and let's get out of here. Yeah. And I was just, like, scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just remember feeling fear and all that. And um, we got out of there. And that's when we started going to a foster home mm-hmm. and stuff like that. My mom actually went to jail for a lot of that because it happened for two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's where things really started going bad. Mm-hmm. And then I was in a foster home and, um, my, I mean, life was really great. Like they would, there was, you know, plans. We went to school. I did really well in school, straight A student. Um, mm-hmm. I remember writing poems and stuff and I'd go up in front of the, the whole school and read them out. And <laughs> nice. <stuff>. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, I was just into school. Yeah. And, um. I'm just one of those people that once I get into something, I'm just like, let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to jump halfway in and be halfway out. I want to get into it. Yeah. And let's, let's Which explains you running to places. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Into your right. fitness. So you're right. going to run places. Yeah. So we're in there and I just, I get on these kicks and, um, I just go 100% on them. I mean, if we're going to do something, let's not half-ass it. Right. Sure. Um, so I was in a foster home for four years and we moved from different foster homes and stuff like that, so we never really stayed 
stayed in one certain place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my mom got custody back of us and we moved back here to Kokomo, um, which I love great. I mm-hmm. have a lot of great friends here, mm-hmm. met a lot of people and, you know, that's helped make me successful. Yeah. Um, but we moved back here and I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacob, I went to school with Jacob at Columbia and stuff like that. And, elementary but Mm -hmm. as far as hanging out afterwards i was a little bit more rough around the edges Mm -hmm. you know per se so um you know we smoked weed and did all that crazy stuff and we'd always fight each other and yeah Mm -hmm. like you know that's just what we did we ran around the trailer park doing that stuff sure (laughs) um and that's like middle school kind of age right in there like yeah early teens middle school um early teens you know 13 14 okay and then um I just started hanging out with the wrong crowds, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, I wanted to work. I didn't want to be in school. So I'd go to school and get in a fight. So I'd get suspended and, you know, that way I can go work. So mm. I was roofing with my cousins, making really 120 bucks a day. I'm like, do you want to go to school for them? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm 13 years old. I'm like I'm 13 bucks, rich right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. We can go buy an ounce of weed. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just, I got stuck in that, and then it was just, like, downhill, way downhill. I started hanging out with older people and adults. Yeah. And, and man, I I started hanging out with, at 15 years old, I remember specifically, like, I walked in on my mom, my sister. They were uh, smoking meth, so Mm -hmm. it was like, and at first my mom was like, you want to try this? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, just, I need to go get some weed, though. Yeah, you're like, I'm yeah. just want, I just want the weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to go get some weed, though. Yeah. So uh, whenever you're done, will you take me? She's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, 15 years old, I'm, like, in the kitchen looking at looking in the fridge. Right. I'm, like, looking at, I'm like, there ain't no fucking food in there. Yeah, yeah, I might go in there and try this. So, you know, sure. I'm young. Mm-hmm. So um, I went in there, and I was, like, smoked a little bit, and, man life went downhill like, mm-hmm. just quick and uh, so smoking meth at 15 15 years wow. old i actually uh started cooking it at 15 mm-hmm. see i was always about i never had nothing growing up so my right. mom was poor <clears throat> and my stepdad worked 13 bucks an hour raising six people seven mm-hmm. people in the house and so i didn't have new clothes um jacob's mom actually bought me a pair of basketball yeah, shoes he's one told time. me that story yeah <laughs> yeah it's awesome you know i just didn't have new stuff i i wore the same stuff for three mm-hmm. years in a row four years in a row yeah school and stuff like that um so i got i started doing the meth and stuff like i'd come home and lights would be off mm. i don't remember how many times we had to have a kerosene heater in the house just yeah. to keep it warm throughout the winter and stuff like that um mm-hmm. Food was just hit and miss, whatever. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, I don't know. I just lived that poor life. Um, then it, once I started getting into the meth, well, me being me, I'm like, we're going all we're in. Going all <laughs> yes. in. We're, we're doing this. Let me, yeah. let, me White, learn, baby. let me learn how to <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah. So and then um, I started hanging out with all the cooks. Yeah. And um, I just started paying attention. And watching and mm-hmm. watching and watching, and I started picking up how to, how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the big cooks actually just he went to jail, and I just kind of like stepped into a spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just it was an easy spot to take. So sure, I just stepped in. Right, Tony Montana dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, and I started cooking, and I just 
I was 15 years old. I had no, like, there was nothing to stop me. Yeah. Right. Like, my mom didn't care. I was right. helping her pay bills. Sure. I was smoking with her. My, my, you know. So, matter of fact, they were buying stuff for me. I'm just like, bet I'm on top of the world. I could go borrow any. I'm 15 years old, no license. Yeah. Could go borrow <clears throat> a brand new Dodge from this guy down the road that smoked. Be like, mm -hmm. hey, bro, here's a half gram. Like, let's yeah. go. So I was on top of the world. Because, like, people people start treating you different because, like, yeah. you're you're the plug, right? So everybody's right. like, oh, yeah, we'll let you borrow our car. We'll, yeah. like, just, yeah. You couldn't imagine like a, having all that power. Yeah, 15, yeah, you get, like, 15, some power, like a, yeah. like a little yep. celebrity within your kind of community there. Right. And that's, that's probably a lot to, like, handle at 15, too. Oh, dude, it was, you know? like, I was just out. I didn't care. I had no yeah. cares in the world. The police would pull me over, and I'd just talk shit to them. And yeah. It was just like, dude, this is, I don't care. Like, yeah. who, are, who are you, bro? What are you going to do to right, me? Take right. me to Kinsey? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll be out in three months. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever. Be out back at it. Yeah. Don't get me again, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so it was just just downhill. And then mm -hmm. I did end up getting hit when I was 15 for manufacturing. And uh, uh, it's probably saved my life, honestly. Mm -hmm. I was just so bad and so out there. Like, my, my lips were so chapped. It made it look like I had lipstick on. Wow. Just because I was so dehydrated from it. Well, yeah. Um, actually, I think I can even get that picture. Like, it was just bad. Yeah. Um, I got booked in and went into Kenzie, sat there for, you know, three months, got back out and uh, stayed clean, started living with my dad a little bit, stayed clean till I was about 17, 16 and a half, 17, and just back at it. I was just like, I knew yeah. where to go. Like, mm -hmm. you know, um, I tried working at McDonald's and somebody didn't like me or something I like at 16 they was like oh so they ended up letting me go for some like i don't remember yeah it was something so stupid and i was just like i worked there for a week yeah <laughs> like but i'm sure too like going back to the whole like when you're 15 and you're yeah. making money people are like use their car like i go back to that where it's yeah. like how do you like okay like now i'm gonna change my life and then you go to mcdonald's and it's yeah. like you're just like bottom of the total like you know what i mean like bottom of making like eight bucks an yeah hour. yeah Sure. Maybe even, I think it might have even been less than that at the time. So it right. was just like. Yeah. Mopping floors. Yeah. Listening Standing to people our, yeah. complain about their food. And you're like, have to, listen. Have to wear a, you yeah. know, yeah. a uniform <laughs> that you just despise. So it yeah. was like, and you had somebody above you, right? Like you had somebody that was your boss, which you right. didn't have. Yeah. So. yeah. Absolutely. And I like I had to be on time and all that stuff. Because let me tell you, when you're into drugs and stuff like that, you're not ever on time. Sure. Right. <laughs> Time doesn't mean nothing. You don't I even mean, know what day it is. Yeah. Right. Well, we can confirm he was on time today. <laughs> yes. He was on time today. <laughs> See, that's where the healthy stuff comes in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I started, when I started like missing like whole days and stuff, it's like today's like the ninth or the tenth <laughs> or eleventh. Yeah. I don't know what day is it. Yeah. You know? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, man, I just. So like, once I, you like kind of like realize the McDonald's thing wasn't gonna work. You quit, and then yeah. you just got back into it. I didn't just jump right straight back in. I just kind of started hanging out with some friends and stuff, mm -hmm. and then um, we just started doing a bunch of dumb stuff, like like really, really bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, then we just kind of got back right back into the drugs, and just you know went back downhill from there. And I got a hit again when I was seventeen mm -hmm. um, for manufacturing. And possession, all this other stuff, because again, I was young, mm -hmm. still a minor. Yeah. I didn't care. Right. Well, three months isn't much of a right. Like, a, oh, I need not. to change my right. life. It was like I don't sucked, but yeah. And and you got you know you got to think I'm around these grown adults that have been to prison. And yeah. 
gel and stuff so to me it's like whatever it's just part of the gig yeah mm-hmm. you know it's just, it, it is what it is mm-hmm. it's my lifestyle like i didn't know any, I, I can't say i didn't know any different i didn't care mm-hmm. about the other side yeah right. at the time you know so um i got popped again when i was 17 well they ended up waving me so i mm-hmm. went to jail Ooh, so you got waved as like an adult yeah so they didn't charge you as a minor okay right they got i got waved well my dad came up and bonded me out as soon as i went over to the jail because you okay. get a bond when you're an adult so I got bonded out, got out, went straight back, like not even, oh. no, no hesitation. So you're um, out on bond and you're right just back. Just no in. hesitation, yeah. like right back to it. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up getting hit again. Well, I went straight to jail. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend at the time ended up coming up and bonding me out for 7500 <sighs> Yeah, well you know me being me i'm like okay well we'll go to court and we'll just ride this out well i went to court they revoked my first bond right <laughs> right yeah so i was like damn like this sucks <laughs> yeah so uh, sorry dad <laughs> yeah so my girl at the time ended up paying an attorney like 10 grand and oh wow. Oh yeah yeah and uh he got me out and got me in rehab and all this other stuff so i started doing rehab which you know rehab i, I i'm a big part of like rehabs and stuff like that mm-hmm. um there's a lot of really good ones out there, mm-hmm. but it's just the way they go about it. You know, mm-hmm. I was doing IOP and stuff like that. So, like, I just had to go check in. I was just hang out with some people that and talk about issues and sure. stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then just right back at, like, who cares? Yeah. So, but anyway, I ended up getting her pregnant. And um, then I got in home and stuff like that through my attorney and all this other stuff. Well, um, me and my wife, fiance, whatever she was at the time, mm-hmm. um, we ended up arguing. And so I moved in with my mom and I was staying back at my mom's back, house. Yeah. And, uh, so how old are you, are, are you at this point? I was 17. So, okay. So still just 17. Turned, just turned 18. Okay. I might've been 18 at the time. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I was like 17, 18. So okay. it, it was somewhere in there. Cause I remember yeah. I, got, I got sentenced on my birthday. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was, one they of probably those. planned that for sure. Oh yeah. It was like, here, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Check did this you, out. So did you get married you when you were 18 <sighs> or yeah, were I, you at least like engaged? I was at least engaged. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go. Might've got married when I was 17. I mean, as fast as everything else was going. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I, I was not that. like no chill in my life. Like, yeah, we're going to the courthouse. It was, oh we'll yeah. Make you miss Schaefer, baby. Yeah. That's no, <laughs> <laughs> if I could go back. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight's always 2020. 20, that's for uh, sure. Bro. If I only knew at the time, but, um, so yeah. you moved back in with your mom, moved back in with my mom, started, uh, started using again mm-hmm. on in home. Like, just i remember i was getting a tattoo getting the one uh my name did tattoo down my leg and um my in-home officer came with the drug test oh no i was literally smoking while i was getting this tattoo oh yeah so i'm just like well well help we're going back to prison yeah we're going to prison this rip yeah yeah it's kind of like going to the big boy yeah so she drug tested me and she's got send it off and all that so Mm -hmm. i cut the bracelet off and just ran um and while I was running, you know, I was doing the same thing. Right. I was like, watch this. I'm going to make as much money as I can before yeah. I get locked up. Right. Um, so. And when you say cut bracelet, you're meaning your uh, the ankle, ankle monitor, monitor for yep. in-home. Okay. Yep. So I ended up cutting that off. Yeah. Just dipped. I'm just dipped Getting out. that commentary money ready. 
Right. Saving yeah, it up. That's it. Did you yeah. did you have any idea where you were gonna go or was it just like I don't know, it's just not here? No. Like when you yeah. ran? I was the only I only had a couple of places and uh I ended up going over to my sisters and my brother in laws at the time mm-hmm. because they lived out in like young America, so I could okay. be away mm-hmm. from a lot of people. Yeah. And we were all on the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we could all just like hang out and get high and sure. be stupid together. So Yeah. It was kind of like one of those, let's go. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, my um, fiance, wife, whatever she was at the time, like I can't even remember. Uh, yeah, I, it doesn't I try matter. not yeah. to. But, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Whatever she was at the time, um, she was like totally against everything. Okay. Like she was just mad and she hated me at the time. Yeah. And all this other stuff. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do what I do. Deuces. Like. I was ruthless back then too. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. care about anybody's feelings. I didn't care about nothing. I just wanted to do whatever I wanted to do, and right, that's just what I did. Right, kind of like now, but I have feelings now. <laughs> 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 I care now, just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. But uh, yeah, we started back at it, and I was over at our house one day at hers, and um, she ended up calling <clears throat> the cops on me and was like, "Hey, he's got warrants. He's over here." Oh yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's got a drug lab with him and everything. So I'm like, the police knock on the door. There's only one way in and one way out. Mm. I'm like, shit. So I kind of hide everything, flush some stuff down the toilet, eat some stuff, like just clean up everything. Well, I ended up going to jail for that. They hit me for manufacturing. Right. Possession of a drug lab and stuff. Um, I took that to trial and beat it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, because it was her house, you know, okay. in her house. Yeah. I didn't have it on me. Can't prove, yeah. Right, so I ended up actually beating that. So, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Once again, you're still kind of feeling a little bulletproof because this stuff isn't oh, yeah, sticking just, or putting you in a bad spot yet. Well, it just, yeah, I, I knew I was going to prison on that one Yeah, uh, from my my warrants from right. before. But, yeah, I was like, got them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Victory. You know, yeah, yeah, I was just like, it was kind of like one of the scariest moments of my life because – you know, here I am, like, looking at a judge, and he's getting ready to read a verdict to me. Like, right. I went through the whole, like, trial process, picking jurors and all yeah. that stuff. So, um, definitely was an experience. Like, I was just like, yeah, you know, man, I mean, how many people actually go through that? Right. Mm-hmm. Even even people that are getting locked up don't go to jury trial. They usually take a plea or something. So right. It was definitely scary. Um, but I beat it, so I was like super happy. And yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, got you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and then I ended up getting locked up, and I went to um, Miami prison. Well, I was there, and I went to Miami prison. Yeah, for my last stuff. Um, they sentenced me to six two three, and uh, they put me in a cell with like a high up gang member. Mm-hmm. So me and him <clears throat> were just kicking it the whole time and stuff. And I, I honestly um, think that's where like me me turning successful mm-hmm. happened because he was high up there he didn't have to like answer no one everybody answered to him mm-hmm. and he was all about like being healthy and fit and all that stuff mm. and me being young i was like looking up to him sure oh yeah we're gonna hang out with this dude this dude's cool yeah mm-hmm. this that so i just hung out with him mm-hmm. and uh, i never got affiliated with any gangs in there or anything like that I didn't care to, mm-hmm. so and they never really pushed it. I just hung out with them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was where my success started. Um, I mean, it's crazy to say, but your success started in prison. It, right? It yeah. started there. I well, mean, that, at, at that moment, that's when that seed got planted. It's like a sure. mentality, yeah. mind yeah. mind shift a little bit. Yeah, well, because now I got this criminal, this person that you know I've 
these type of people that I've always looked up to that's right. telling me, Hey man, look at, you gotta look at life different. This it's just not about this basically. Right. Um, and that's probably like the first adult in your life that yeah. was kind of really pushing that on yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I mean, he was in there for murder. So it was like, okay, well this dude's about it, obviously. Right. Like, mm -hmm. He's not some chump. Sure. So it was like, yeah, I mean, it, it was just there. And he was like, get healthy, get out, get better. That's yeah. what we stand on. I mean, that's what we should be on. And yeah. This and that. And I'm like, okay, like, let's go. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's nowhere else to go when you're at the bottom. You're in, no, you're in yeah. prison. Yeah. Right. Everything's up from here as long it, as you. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. yeah. From the, I mean, you can go in there and act a fool, but. I'm sure. Yeah. So you do, so you did three years. Did you do all three? I did two and a half. Okay. Because um, I got a six month time cut. Okay. Probably like time served kind of thing. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. So I did a program and then they gave me time off. Okay. Nice. My sentence, so. so, so when you got out, um, how long from when you got out to when you started at Gaha? Well, I didn't start right away. So I got out mm -hmm. and I got a, a job making 11, 12 bucks an hour in Lafayette. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started buying a house and everything. And then they let me go because of my past. Okay. Mm. So, you know, and I got this brand new house. I've been living the right way. I got a car. I got all this stuff. I'm just like, yeah. what do I do? Right. You know, I went and put some applications in and stuff and just couldn't get, you know, couldn't get pull a job or anything like that. So um, I just went back to what I knew. Mm -hmm. I really i started paying my bills yeah um, i started making sure i had everything i needed and yeah straight back in like cooking so, meth again and cooking stuff. meth again yeah um and then i i, I was kind of out of the game for what two and a half years three right. years so like a lot of people kind of fell off from hanging out with me well once they heard that i was doing it again like i started taking business from other people okay and um a couple of people got mad and they come turning me in. <laughs> oh, they basically man. set me up. Like, they brought a bunch right. of stuff over to my house and, like, set it around the house. Called the cops. The cops knocked on my door. Um, and it's funny because it the cop was uh, Adam Martin. And, okay. Uh, they, you've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. So he knocked on my door, and he, I look out my window, and he's like, hey, what's up? And threw me a deuce eye, and I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Shut the door and start cleaning my house for, like, 45 minutes. They're beating on my door yeah. and my windows and everything. I'm like yeah bro i'm just gonna clean up yeah you guys don't have a warrant to come in we <laughs> right yeah yeah well they end up uh i i opened up the door and they pulled me out and put me in cuffs immediately and were like hey we need to check check the area or something like that yeah i have some claws where they can do that so sure. yeah <laughs> so they came in and checked you know checked the area well they smelled yeah the stuff around and it was like they started like looking and putting stuff back together and it was like hey that yeah that don't belong underneath the bed yeah yeah, yeah. Like, nah but that's where i put my camping stuff bro <laughs> yeah. yeah you it's know kerosene it's a lot yeah. of sudafed yeah a lot a lot so um needless to say i ended up getting uh popped again and i went back to prison oh, i didn't yeah. know you did two i did prison two, two prison prison sentences. really so, so I had to do my backup time because when you're out, you get it on parole and stuff. Mm -hmm. And if you mess up, you got to do that time. Uh, that was the good time that you did. Right. So I had to do that time back. And then I also got, I pled out to a 3 to 18 for possession of narcotics. Okay. And um, yeah, so like I did another 6 to 3 basically. Wow. And uh, two, another two and a half years. 
So I got out, I think I was like 24. Yeah. 24 when I was out. And mm-hmm. um, just, it, and it doesn't seem like it was too far away. I mean, it's still, it's what, been seven years now. Yeah. So um, it seems like, I mean, it kind of seems like a long time, but it doesn't because like when I got sentenced and I was in there, mm-hmm. you know, time flies while you're in there because you're just, same routine every day yeah mm-hmm. same same thing you wake up for breakfast at four o'clock you go back you go to sleep you right. wake up at eight o'clock for class you go do all your classes and you have your rec times and all that stuff so it's just repetitive mm-hmm. and uh which i mean honestly makes time go quick right so, mm-hmm. um so i got i ended up getting out and uh got back i was back with my the wife that turned me in mm-hmm. and all that stuff and I was living out there, and I was just, like, I was kind of, like, I was fat and happy, and I was just, like, this is the life I'm living. You know, she mm-hmm. was a registered nurse, so yeah. she kind of took care of me. Okay. And then uh, she kind of just, like, we just grew apart. Like, she got she got crazy, and mm-hmm. I was I was young. She's nine years older than me, so mm-hmm. um, I just got with her when I was with drugs and stuff. So mm-hmm. she was doing drugs, too. So, it, right. you know, it was just kind of one of those things. And we just grew apart. I'm like, yeah, I just don't want this. No, this ain't this ain't it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, this not it. So I think we both like had that same thought process, and um, we just end up splitting up. And I mean, that was you know the success really started going from there. Mm-hmm. I went and got a um, job at an antique place and started working there, and then I. I thought I had hepatitis C for the longest time. Mm. So I couldn't ever fight, couldn't ever do anything like that. Okay. So I went to the doctor and I was telling the doctor, yeah, when I, cause when you go through prison, they check you for all that stuff. And they mm-hmm. was like, Hey, you got yeah, the, the antibodies in your system and this and that. Okay. So I went to the doctor and he's like, did they ever do a confirmatory test? Like to actually check if the virus right. is in your blood. And I was like, I don't think so. And, uh, he was like, Cause the whole time I was in prison, they were checking me, yeah. check my liver and everything. And he, he was like, well, let's do that. So, uh, he did that and it came back negative. Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> go time. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's like, crazy. So now it's my whole life. Like, I'm just like, and, uh, I'm at, I'm talking to the doctor and he's like, well, usually if you like come in contact with it, you know, like there's 15% of people's bodies that actually just they get rid of it. Like the body mm-hmm. gets rid of it, but you'll yeah. keep the antibodies in your system right. because your body's already built the antibodies up. <clears throat> sure. So it's in there. And I'm like, bro, I can go fight now. I can yeah. go do all this stuff that I've mm-hmm. been wanting to do and all this other. Yeah. So the first thing I did was went over here to the pit and. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that, that. Was my, okay. that was my first thing. So I went over there and when I went in there, they had like kids on the class, on the mats and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, this that's not really what I'm looking for. Wasn't your environment that you right. wanted? Yeah, yeah. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for sure. Let's go beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that's that's what I was. I was yeah. all about. Well, I grew up with Jacob, so I remember I was, remember seeing him yeah. post stuff or this right. or that, and I was like, I hit Jacob up. I was like, Hey, man. How long had it been since you had talked to him from like? Middle school, or was it like uh, literally from middle school all the way to twenty four years old? Yeah, or? basically, I might have seen him out here and there, but I was on dumb stuff. Like, right. so no, like all my young friends didn't hang out with me and didn't talk to me. Right, and if they seen me, they'd be like, "Hey, what's up?" and just go the other way. Yeah, which was 
Can't like, blame like, them. I can't. Oh, not at all. I would. Like, it was probably tough for you too, because like kind of just hearing everything is like you didn't really have a childhood. You know, you were you right. kind of grew up so fast, and it sounds like you just kind of connected with older people from a really. I mean, fifteen as yep. young as fifteen, maybe even earlier, and. You know, so mm -hmm. I'm sure it was harder to connect with people your own age. Oh, too. yeah, for sure. And it was, oh, yeah. Definitely. When you go through mu so hard. much stuff, kids your age usually can't relate yeah, to they're just not on that having that much trauma and wavelength. things that you went through. Right. Yeah. It was, a, you know, like I said, I, I always knew right from wrong. I just did I care. Right. I didn't have to. There was nothing there to make me care. Right. You yeah. know, um, yeah. going to prison was kind of. It, it, it was kind of like, hey, Summer this motherfucker's been to prison. Yeah. Like, He's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? So, you yeah. know, at a young age, I'm yeah. like, bet, let's go. Right. I'm going no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So, Right. Know. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I would love to know, Jacob, like, when when you got reached out to Jacob, he's because, you know, I mean, he probably knew everything oh, that was yeah. going on, and he's just like, oh, God. There <laughs> we go. Well, and he, and I, I know I, he remembers me fighting in school all the time, so he's like, yeah, okay, this dude. So, yeah. I've talked to him about it, like, numerous of times and he basically like when i walked in and you know my head held high i've been in prison twice i'm a bad you feel like a big guy yeah oh yeah i was like you know chest puffed out like watch this i'm gonna beat these dudes ass and, uh, <laughs> how'd that go well you were pretty hefty he back with, then too oh yeah i was a big boy i yeah. was probably like 250 yeah. 260 so yeah um dude because when you get out of prison you start <clears throat> eating food let me tell oh, you oh yeah i can <laughs> like only you imagine eat that and, just, just that still like yeah. nasty stuff the whole time and you get out and you're like cheesecake this is great <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i love this i make so many pizza rolls so yeah. right. pizza is great it's oh, just yeah. like i can eat all this stuff yeah and it's so great right um, but yeah so i got big mm -hmm. i was drinking all the time like yeah crown was just my thing yeah like, we could just sit and drink a whole bottle of crown forever I'm yeah like, but um i went in there and Jacob put me up against Jansen. <laughs> little Jansen. Jan oh, little Jansen. Who weighs like probably 130, 135. Pounds, yeah. 45 pounds. And dude, he's just beating my ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like so mad. Like I'm one of those people like, nope, this is not going to happen. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Yeah. And uh, dude, they were all just beating my ass like so bad. Yeah. And it was so stupid. And it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> so were you starting off like sparring or did you go right into rolling? Um, we were we were rolling. We went kind of like right into rolling. And yeah. then we were also doing like spars. And if like if anybody knows, Gaha at that time was probably like, there's probably five or six of us. Mm -hmm. And we were all just like, they were all just headbangers. Like everybody, Casey was in, like everybody in there. Yep. Jansen was in there. Um, And they would, dude, I would get my ass just yeah daily but i loved it right but i absolutely loved it and then um kyle was in there and me and kyle like when i i was like i'm gonna learn this this is that hundred percent i jumped yeah. in i was like i'm gonna learn this so kyle me would be in there for eight hours a day yeah literally eight <clears throat> hours a day train if i wasn't at work i was at the gym training yeah if mm -hmm. i wasn't at work i was at the gym training yeah. and um i started getting better and we started doing tournaments and stuff like that and my weight started going down and my confidence started going up and then um me and jansen were like getting after it one day like yeah. sparring and he was kicking the shit out of my legs <laughs> like my legs were hurting but i was like nope and i would hit him and he dropped him and i was like yeah that's yep. what you get. <laughs> and he stood back up and just kicked like i can tell you he was mad mm -hmm. and we were just like getting after it and dude, my legs were so bruised the next day. <laughs> he's he's a little guy, so but he yeah. kicks really hard. Sure. And um, I think I fell in love with leg kicks that day. 
yeah. that day. I was like, those do damage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to do this to other people. I need to. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, uh, man, I just kept learning, learning, learning. And I just, I love jujitsu and MMA. I just, yeah, it's, it's kind of always been a part of my life in some sense. Sure. Um, the fighting and all that stuff. And it's always how, like, I was kind of like raised to release the anger and stuff like yeah. that and it, so it's just kind of always been there you know? <clears throat> and and then how long from when you started training at gaha to your first fight like how long did you train do you remember um i think i think it was probably about a year and a half yeah two years yeah somewhere right around there because you you fight at 170 now as a pro um but i remember i actually remember we were at your first fight Cause I think we had just started training, or maybe like right before we just started training. Because on we were on Main Street at the time, right? I think, yeah. But I just remember yeah. is that when you started fighting was Main Street? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I just remember not really knowing you very well yet, and you were your first fight was at 205, 205. right? 205, and uh, I'm still a fat boy. You were still chubby, <laughs> I was and still you know, a fat boy. <laughs> yeah, you still had like you know love handles, kind of a belly. And uh, and uh, Damien, the, our boy Dino Swoke was like, "Yeah, dude, Shafe's gonna fight this guy," and we're like, "He said it his was, name," and we're was, like, uh, "It was actually Nick Miller. It, Rest in peace to him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that was your first. I that thought was it was the big uh, hulking strong guy. No. Oh no, it was Nick Miller. I remember you fighting oh, Nick Miller. I just I remember know. now because Alex had fought him before that. Okay, yeah, in Peru. Okay, and let me tell you what that motherfucker hit hard. Nick Miller <laughs> didn't he drop you? <laughs> oh, dude, I don't even remember. Like, yeah, rest in peace was, to Nick Miller. He yeah, proposed to his girl, I think, right. After the like, he you beat him and he still like proposed to her. Shout out to him for that. He was was he was really like we talked we even before the fight we were talking on messenger and stuff. He was really good dude. Yeah, and um, and when I first seen him, I was like, this dude like yeah, he's gonna be a shit ball and all this. But just from his appearance, you know, I shouldn't be judging people. Sure, appearance. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) honestly, yeah. But I was just like, okay. But he was really actually like one of the best. And coolest people in the world yeah mm-hmm. yeah like, you're not though i've i've heard a lot of like people in the local mma scene just everybody just has always had nothing but like really good positive yes. things to say about him and Very um, good dude. like you said rest in peace to him just uh kind of like a local little legend mma legend. like he's if you know anything about i mean that dude showed up to fight and just he did bang and bro. he was there yeah. to bang yeah every fight and made he no wasn't there to fight he was there to bang <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I remember they, me and him, just started going at it. Yeah, it's just like it's just a slugfest. It's yep. like whoever gets tired first is gonna lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things. And, yeah, um, and I remember like I hit him, and he just, I can kind of see him slump slump down just a little bit. And yeah, I, and I was like, oh, but he's done. Like I can just see that he was just tired, yeah, wore out. But uh, man, he was hitting me hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. So your what? first two were at two hundred five, because the next yep. one is when you fought the big, the big, big, strong big, dude. Was that Brandon yeah. Marks. Brandon Marks. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being like when when Damian told us you were fighting him, and we're like, whew. You oh, because I was looking across the cage like, what the fuck did they get me into? <laughs> <laughs> It's sure it's 205 so it's like a real 250 over here you were still and you were still kind of like you know pudgy yeah. back then and like i remember the people that we were like sitting around there's like a group of guys sitting next to us and they're like this guy this gorilla dude's about to beat this dude's but yeah. you know because like you know because everybody just based off of appearance you know people that don't really understand fighting or anything, they're like dude that guy's got all those muscles and mm-hmm. that guy's just kind of pudgy kinda man pudgy, like, little fat boy over there <laughs> trying to fight this grown man but then, but then so they're all sitting here like you know kind of 
kind of talking shit or whatever, and then you beat him. Right. And they're just like going. I remember those guys, like they probably became the biggest Schaefer fans ever <laughs> because they just could not believe that like mm. some normal looking guy just beat this big, big dude up. Big yeah. dude up. <laughs> yeah. Talking you're a little bit more humble, you kept your shirt on. Yeah. That was wow, just that's because I was fat. <laughs> now No, <laughs> I've seen <laughs> I've seen a picture from the Dixon gym where he probably oh, yeah. he probably where you just started and the shirt's off. And oh, yeah, yeah. That was I probably not two hundred and fifty. Me, me and Kyle was sitting over there and we was like, We're gonna take some before and after pictures because i'm gonna take a picture of you now and we'll see where you're at i don't think kyle really thought i was going to be around for a long he's like, time yeah, sure. wow. yeah yeah he's like let's take this before and after picture yeah but you know i just i stuck with it and yeah uh, and then so like i go in that fight and then brandon marks i fight that dude so mm -hmm. it was just like now my confidence is way up I'm yeah just like Dude, I'm gonna take over the world. You're yeah. a fighter now. Like, yeah, like a fighter, fighter. <laughs> well, you know, dude, you yeah. go out and people recognize you and be like, "Hey, man, you beat up that big dude." Yeah. And it's like, "Yeah, I like this. Let's yeah. go." No, that was like one of my favorite call moments at a college because like those guys were just doubting you so bad, <laughs> and then by the end of it, they're like, "Oh my god!" Like they're like <laughs> they're like going nuts. They just couldn't believe it. But, um, but yeah. So then you know you go on, you have this like crazy amateur career. Like I said, seven and five. So that's what? Crazy. That's what. 13 some fights you had oh, as an yeah. amateur or something yeah, and, uh, or different weight classes horrible, horrible going down to 85 12 yeah. taking last minute fights like so I, that's yeah. that's actually what i wanted to bring up because i feel like if people know you from a coliseum combat the let your legend will always be that ian pomfret fight yeah. um so i just want you to tell that story because uh, even if people know you fought Ian, they might not know the back scene because like scene the, the yeah. story of it's just hilarious so it's tell, talk about that fight so, it was for a title uh, well, as well, right? I, re I remember they were always kind of like, you know, I wasn't sure if they were joking, but they were like, hey, if dude pulls out, then you're going to go fight Ian. Blah, blah, blah. Cause, so it was always kind of like there. But I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you this know dude's not pulling out of a title so, fight. So like, yeah. I'm, I'm still eating food, like not cutting no weight, not none of that, because it's like, whatever. Mm -hmm. like, that's dumb. You guys are stupid. So, um, I went and trained like three times that day. Yeah. And like I'm eating Taco Bell, Starburst, <laughs> like I mean every Starburst was my gig. Didn't like, you say man. when you were walking into the venue you were eating Starburst? I was eating Starburst. <laughs> I was walking in and literally eating Starburst. Like, oh, and I'm about to watch some fights. Hell yeah, I thought I was gonna drink and watch fights, have a good time. Um so I'm walking in, I'm just hanging out and they're like, uh, dude ain't fighting or dude ain't showing up or he's not here. Yeah. So we're sitting backstage and who was fighting that show? Was it Kai I feel like like on from Kaha? Yeah. How did I feel like it was Kyle? Because we were back there and we were getting them ready and I remember like talking shit and stuff and somebody I don't remember. Jay Jay came up to me, Ian's coach, and was like, Hey, you ready to fight? And I was like, What do you mean? Like like kind of laughing. Starburst I, in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I I'm, I'm sitting here laughing almost and uh, you know, I thought he was joking or talking about the next fights or something. I'm just kinda lost. And he was like, No, really, you wanna fight? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me go let me go talk to Jacob really fast because Jacob's like dad, right? Yeah. So I'm like, let me go talk to Jacob really fast and see what he says. And he's like, Jacob's like, Well, I don't I don't care. You want to fight? Let's go. And I'm like, let's go. So and this is literally like two hours before the first fight, I'm, right? 
Oh, dude, this is probably more like an hour <laughs> before the door. Like the doors are already open. <laughs> yeah. <People> are <laughs> oh yeah, they're already coming in. I think they've, they might have even had a fight already. So I remember. I don't know if you remember. I remember walking in to the the Coliseum and and you're walking out and I was like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm going to get my stuff." I was like, "What do you mean? Like I'm getting ready to fight?" Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm walking in. So that's what it was. It yeah. was like they were sitting there and it was like I was like, "I'll, I'll go grab my stuff. I'll be right back. Yeah. Don't start without me." Yeah. Basically. <laughs> So I ran home and just gathered up all my stuff and my shorts. And I remember I had to grab one pair of shorts because my other shorts were in the dirty clothes because I trained all day. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, we're going, let's go. Yeah. And uh, man, that was, and that was one of my f- most fun fights that I've yeah. ever had. Like it was just fun. And, and like know? the thing about it too is like, and people that might not know who Ian is, I think at the time he was, I think he's, no, he's not undefeated anymore, but he was undefeated. Yeah. Coliseum combat yeah. champion, like very I'm, athletic person, dude. Just um, a yeah, just a killer, just beating. Not everybody. the type of guy most people are stepping in day of, right? Right. No, yeah. I mean it's one thing to step in day of, but then I just don't know that many people would have stepped in day of against a guy like Ian, right? And you did, and I mean I know Ian was like super appreciative of it after the oh yeah fight, definitely. but you know just I feel like that was like a night where like everybody in the crowd once they had kind of because Brady had kind of said like. You know, you, yeah. you took the fight literally like an hour before this thing started. Mm-hmm. Uh, just people just kind of fell in love with you from that moment. Yeah, and they, and they did. I've I've gotten a lot of uh, a lot of fans off stuff like that. Oh yeah, and, well, that's uh, where your mentality starts showing. Yeah, where it's it's not just you know a guy with you know tattoos and a weird past trying to fight. It's a guy who's game, ready to go, right. and that's the type of people that people love to cheer for. So I think that's when people start. Really, really, yeah, yeah, getting into paying it. attention and like, oh no, no, I remember yeah. him. Yeah, this dude will fight you right now. He don't <laughs> care. Well, that's the thing is like, so many people say, dude, anybody, anywhere, anytime, but it's like you really, literally there. showed that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the epitome. Like, let alone day of, like hours before. Like that's yeah, even that right there. Like that's yeah, that's crazy. And it in is. a good fight too. It wasn't like oh, it was a great. It fight. wasn't like he was like, oh, this dude. I mean, he oh. did do it an hour, so let's give him props. It was like, no, this dude. No, you really competed in that fight the whole definitely. time. It was a really, really good fight. It was definitely a fun fight for sure. I'm just ready for that down the road. Rematch. What would you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that pro rematch. It'll be a pro, good pro yeah. rematch. Um, well, before I ask them one question, so then after that, you go on, you win the 85 pound. T- who'd you fight for that? Um, Robert Grigsby. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you, well, we'll see. Before that, I, I fought um, Malik Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, yep. and I got disqualified because. <laughs> you yeah, want to talk about somebody, that real quick? Wanna... Somebody can't keep his uh, <laughs> feet to himself. Oh, so we're gonna basically. Bl- oh, I thought you were gonna, so, you were gonna bl- blame him. For, yeah. for the record, Brandon thought that was illegal. Yeah, shot. dude, I saw no problem with that. I, it's I, fighting. I thought it like, was. I mean, <laughs> if you're gonna like try to shoot from your knees, you deserve to get hit yeah, in your head. This poor, exactly. guy, this poor guy's literally on all fours, and Schaefer just soccer kicks him right in the face. For, out of all fairness, it was like he was shooting towards me. <laughs> he was. He like kicked me off. And when I went back and I started coming back in, he's just like, like coming up in a really aggressive manner. <laughs> Listen, the energy in the room after so, you landed that, everybody was just like, oh, it was a bad cut, wasn't it? Didn't he start oh, yeah, oh yeah, it was, it was, I'm pretty sure you could see his skull. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm 100% sure you could see his skull. Remember he said he likes leg kicks. So this dude's kicks are pretty violent. Yeah, so I'm sure it was, sure it was not pleasant. I just, I remember looking at him, looking at his knees, looking at him. And then he moved his hands away from his face and blood just like, yeah. it wasn't just like pouring out or anything like that. It just like a glob. Yeah. I was like, damn it. Almost <laughs> <laughs> had that one. Because yeah. I was beating the dude really bad yeah. the whole fight. So it was just like, damn it. Yeah, your face. I remember your face was just like, 
kind of concerned, but just kind of like what's happening right now. Did I, like, yeah. You're just like, so you just look so confused. Like Dude, you didn't sad. know how to feel about it. I wasn't it. sure. I was just yeah. like, and then the ref come over and was like, Hey, you know, you're disqualified, right? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I get it. I still won, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so your, but your yeah. last amateur fight was the title fight, right? Um, it or wasn't was it my last the one, one, before. one before that. Okay. Robert Grigsby, you know, Man, he was just, he was a banger too. Yeah, and he was coming out. I remember uh, I got him in that triangle and just held down onto that. And just yeah, you know, for the whole thing, the whole first round. Yeah, um, the second round we came back out and he was throwing and I just I hit him with a nice body shot. I dropped him. And yeah, just, like he grabbed his stomach for a second mm-hmm. and I looked at him and I'm like, uh, is he kidding? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a nice time shot. Yeah, and he just started falling back and i was like oh let's fucking end this now. Yeah. this dude hits hard i don't want to get hit anymore <laughs> do you have uh so so you obviously you've, you've turned pro but like putting a close on your amateur career is there like one particular moment like a favorite moment favorite fight something funny that you remember from a fight you ever fart you know, on anybody i think i think, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one of my favorite fights was actually apanero vele um mm. okay and he and i ended up he was a killer that fight i remember too. him yeah uh, he he came in overweight, probably mm-hmm. ten pounds overweight. Yeah, like the next day, and that was him dehydrated and everything. Mm-hmm. The next day, he was not dehydrated. No, so, <laughs> no, yeah, and very I well. I don't he just throw weight back you. on. I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah, weight doesn't just come back on me like everybody else. So mm-hmm. I was still walking around. What was he fight at? One eighty five. I was still probably walking around one eighty six, one eighty seven, and he was probably a good two hundred something pounds. Yeah, right, and. Me and him just kind of like bang. Where we were just banging. Yeah, and that he was hit a fun me. One. Yeah, he hit me good one time, and it like I remember thinking, I don't want to step back because if I step back, he's gonna come in. Yeah, I really need to force him back a little bit. Right. So mm-hmm. I stepped in out of like just mere fucking. I'm gonna get my ass beat if I step back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I stepped in. He stepped back, and I was like, "Thank God," because yeah. <laughs> he just rocked me really good. Yeah, um, and it was just a fun fight. Like, yeah, ultimately, it was just a fun fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. your record is just so like seven and five is a good record, but like taking last minute fights, you fought in guys overweight. Every fight you have is just an absolute just war. It's just, it's just fun. Man. Yeah, just, but you can tell, like, you can tell you're just having a blast in there. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And that's like a lot of people don't really, they don't get that about me because yeah. it's just like, I'm not, it's not even about, it's not even about being in there and hurting people. Yeah, it's not a violence like thing. It's yeah, to me, I train, I mean, I do this every day. I train yeah. every day. I'm doing something every day and looking forward, you know, to this stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, I'm learning how not to get hurt and I know how not to get hurt in there. And hopefully right. they know how not to get hurt. Yeah. And we all know how to get out of there if we need to. Right. You know, all you have to do is tap. Or right. Go, hey ref, I'm done. Sure. <laughs> and they're going to call it. So right. it's just like, to me, it's more of a release. Like I'm going to just, I need this time right here and I just need to focus on right. me and, um, I can go in here and the other guy, me and him can be best fucking friends and let's just right. beat each other up. Yeah. Because yeah, I think it's you something, know? you know, some people have to fight mad mm-hmm. and you don't ever, 
Oh. You don't ever show that. It looks more like everything is fun. Even in losing, it's just like, ah, well, I had a good fight. It was yeah. a fun fight. You Whatever. Know? That's the thing. Right. It's always um, a good fight. Yeah. yeah. And you don't lost, you don't see lost. that a lot. When it comes to you getting ready for a fight, like mentally, are you one of those like couple weeks before, a week of, you kind of get a little bit more isolated? Or do you like just to stay having fun the whole time so you can be loose going in? Yeah. I, I, I really like to just stay having fun and mm. – um just being loose like i've kind of tried changing up here and there and just kind of like well i remember one fight i was just like oh we're just gonna chill back and relax and stuff but let me tell you what chilling that chilling back and relaxing shit makes you tired mm -hmm. makes you not want to be there makes some like, people get in their own head and yeah mess it makes it a little bit tougher and it's just dumb so it's like i learned really quick that let's keep moving yeah mm -hmm. let's keep doing stuff let's keep having fun let's keep going out and you know doing everything that we want to do mm-hmm like let's not stop. So yeah, um, and I've had more success doing that than I have. Mm -hmm. It's like doing the isolating and staying to myself and all that stuff. Now, when you're cutting weight, you kind of get crabby a little bit, right? And, yeah, that's just <laughs> that's when I love messing with you the most. Though, oh, I'll be boy. honest. I remember this this last fight there. We were like doing like one of our like post practice team pictures, and you were just standing there, and I'm like, "You all right?" You're like, "I'm just not happy today." And I'm <laughs> like, not happy "I'm today. like the weight cut," and you were just like. And I'm just like, all right, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, so this like this last fight, like ever since I turned pro, everything's changed. Mm -hmm. um, I've just completely changed my mindset on it and everything mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was basically because like my ex and me, like she was like, you. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it right. Mm -hmm. She didn't want me fighting anyway. Mm -hmm. like, right. She was like, this is that's dumb. You're gonna go in there and get hurt. Mm -hmm. And how am I supposed to have a kid with somebody that gets hurt and you know, mm -hmm. I mean, what happens if you, you, you know, be, become special? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Being with the fighter is not for everybody. That's what, right. that's what you learn. Yeah. Right. I'm like, okay. So she's like, this is going to be your last one, this and that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll just make it good. Sure. So I'm, yeah, I'm, that's when I really started hitting, like I'm training real hard and everything. Yeah. It's like that we're in there. And, um, and then like halfway through the fight camp, she like leaves me. Yeah, and I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if this is gonna help. But yeah, so yeah. I just like really threw myself completely, yeah, hundred percent into this last fight. And, yeah, um, which on your opponent probably wasn't too grateful because he probably was not. He probably hates her right now. Yeah, for, because like, leaving me, you couldn't have just waited like yeah. two months. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so do you think that like with going pro, like being able to throw yourself in completely like that, just kind of helped you almost? fall in love with it again, like being able to fight. Cause like, obviously you loved it when you were an amateur, mm -hmm. but as a yeah. pro with this new mindset, does it give you a different outlook on fighting? It, def it, it definitely does. Um, it definitely does. And plus like now that I know that I can fight mm -hmm. and I don't have to answer nobody and I don't have to, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I really want to do this. and I really love doing this. And right. This is just who I am. Yeah. You get paid. This is, yeah. And I got really good. Last one. So yeah. those ticket sales, baby. Um, Oh yeah, for sure. Especially around here. Like I said, you know, just from my Amy records and yeah. everything like that, like I've gained a lot of fans. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And um and people just love me and you know, honestly I love them. I'm I'm a people's person. Yeah. Like I, mm -hmm. dude, I can sit down and talk to just about anybody yes. and yeah. not care. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's hard just, to get to you after you know. fights. You usually gotta wait till like 30 minutes yeah. after the fights are over to get to go over <laughs> yeah, and tell you even say good hi. fight. Good job, dude. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. taking pictures. You're signing babies. Like. <laughs> <laughs> even when I lost, you know, they were still, hey, man, you did really good, blah, yeah. blah, blah. They were still there. So it was just, you know. Do you ever, like, think, like, coming from, like, your past, your background, too? Because, like, 
you know, your amateur record's kind of like your juvenile. Like, it's going to go, right. like, how you were in that, like, ah, I don't really care stage. Yep. Like, I'm untouchable. I'm going to go to Kinsey, get out, you know, or Juvie, and I'll be out. And, like, but now that you're pro, yeah. like, this is big boy stuff now. Like, you are you are a professional athlete. Right. And um, it has been really cool to see that transformation. You're, you are, um, I mean, you've always been a hard worker. Always worked your ass off. But, like, you're, like, everything's clicking now. Like, oh, yeah. you're just, you're like an oh. animal. You're, like, you know, you're in best shape you've probably ever been in. Ever. And um, just in my one, life. yeah, just one year pro debut. Just like I said, absolutely decimated. Yeah, uh, I don't, uh, I don't think he was ready for yeah. that type of cardio that was coming out there. And yeah, you know, just me being already like, like I, I know I can already fight. So mm -hmm. just keeping that pace up. Yeah, dude, I could have fought somebody else that night. All yeah. right, they mm -hmm. could have put somebody else in there. Yeah, I probably could have fought two other people. Well, dude, like, I felt good. Yeah, and it's nuts because like I'm seeing like Matt post the workouts that you guys are doing at the gym in yeah. the morning on a Saturday. And then at like four o'clock Saturday afternoon, this dude is like, anybody want to come up to the gym for a workout? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if I just did that, <laughs> like, don't talk to me till Monday. Like, yeah. Don't like, yeah. It's just like, it's so you guys next Saturday. It's yeah. just, it's just super nice. Like right now, like I said, me and my girlfriend or fiance, whatever she mm -hmm. was, yeah. um, we just recently split up. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, I have all this time on my hands now. Yeah. And, let's keep you know let's keep moving forward yeah. keep being positive keep being successful mm -hmm. i mean that's the biggest thing there and um that's i mean that's what i want to do i just want to be successful mm -hmm. so uh you know like we just go back to my past and stuff like that i just I just recently got all that stuff expunged. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, man. good job, man. That's, you know I know you were waiting so for that for a long like, time, too. I got my gun rights back. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, I'm no, like, if somebody looks me up, they're not going to find all mm -hmm. that stupid stuff. And it's just like, yeah. that moment was a weight off my shoulders. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, I've always known right from wrong, but now it's just like, now I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, now I can be that successful person. Now I can, like, it, I run my own business currently, but like, if I want to go put my application in and go get a job, sure, I don't have to worry about that. Exactly. No more. Yeah. Like, I can take those steps. If I want to go be a cop, I can go be a cop. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that's that's been on the, you know, the table. Yeah. It's like, hey, mm -hmm. let's go. You know, at least a reserve cop because now I'm on. I want to help people that were in that situation that I was in. Yeah. Cause you're relatable now. Right. Yeah. And, and I can show them and I'm, I can be that person that they can look at and be like, we can make it. And yeah. We can get there. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm just ultimately a caring person. I mm -hmm. just, I, I love everybody. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, unless they piss me off. <laughs> now that's, that's been dope like to that. see with you because, um, sometimes when people do have such a tough, tough run of it early, they kind of use that as an excuse to stay on that road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've been able to really, t every, you know, it sucks that you've gone through what you've gone through, but to be able to turn that into who you are now, owning your own business, being a professional athlete, like best shape of your life, best person you've ever been, best version of yourself. Yeah. It's been really dope to see you kind of yeah. Sh yeah. shift into that. And it rubs off on everybody around you. I mean, when you're going hard in the gym, it makes it harder for the other guys who are trying to do the same thing to slack off because they know, you know, this is a guy who's really going at it and really sets the standard. It. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. So what, so what is next for you? Cause like you mentioned, like you have all this opportunity now with everything being expunged. Are you, is it a hundred percent fighting? Is it, or do you know, like what have you thought about? You know, I've, I've probably, I've ran every scenario through my head. Like I'm constantly thinking about it. I don't stop thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm always like looking for the next come up. I'm always looking for the next step to success. I mean, cause that's what I've always had to do. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when, when you got 
a record that was like mine that was extensive like mine b felonies and c felonies that you've been to prison to for twice you know it was yeah it wasn't ever a we're just gonna be okay here it's we have to constantly be looking for Mm -hmm. that next opportunity so yeah and i mean basically that's what i'm doing right now i mean i looked at i want to go be a reserve officer Mm -hmm. for sure i mean i think I think I can do well there. I mean, mm. be the first contact to some of these people. No, I agree. That are, you know, if I can go out and be like, hey, man, it's just not the lifestyle, bro. I yeah. know, like, hit me up. I want to talk to you. Like, let's get it Let's get it together because that's what these people need. They need, some, they need somebody to be like, hey, you can put value in your life because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that that's what it is. It's right. that value. If you can, if these people can put value in their life. So, um, I've looked at being, um, a rehabilitation therapist manager mm-hmm. over buildings and stuff like that. So I'm constantly looking for that next step, that mm-hmm. next, that next thing and where I can do what I love and I can help people Yeah, because I don't want people to, you know, live that lifestyle where they're judged. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, um, the people that want to be out of it. I mean, we're, of course, I'm going to look at a piece of paper, and if that paper says this person's a shitball, ultimately, and I don't know that person, I'm going to think that he's a sure. shitball. Right. right. I mean, that paper says his past. You yeah. You mm-hmm. have to look at somebody's past to know who they are today. So it's just like, but there has to be something out there that says, you know what? That dude is changing his life around. Mm-hmm. He wants to find the value in life. Yeah. Like, let's get him there. Right. But, I mean, it's just kind of hard to see that you mm-hmm. know but i can see that mm-hmm. I, can, I can see that i mean um i know a couple of people in the gym right now that are just completely have changed their life mm-hmm. right kind of in the same boat that i was in <clears throat> and they're just being successful right yeah. now mm-hmm. and it's like that dude's gonna make it and i'm gonna do everything i can to make sure he does yeah right like that's just you know because it's like he's gonna make it yeah, and you have a pretty unique tool, like you said, kind of coming from that background. Because like hearing something from somebody, it means something different when they've been through it themselves, or they actually know what they're talking about. So you kind of provide a different tool because, like you said, you've been there. Right, mm-hmm. that Absolutely. just gives you an edge up. Yeah, and I and I can see it. I mean, half these guys out here, it's just like, oh, dude, he's just playing the system. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go back to the crack house or go right. back and smoke or do that or that. So mm-hmm. he's just playing the system mm-hmm. and. You know, I can pick that up pretty well. Yeah. But I also see the people that are actually trying out there and they sure. can't get that, they don't, they can't get that help. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, that step's not there. So, you know, I, I want to figure out something where I could do to make that happen. Yeah. I want to be that help. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to devote some of my time to that. And I want to, I want, if I can change one person's life. Right. You know, just one person's life. If we can all change one person's life for the better, then mm-hmm. for sure, you know. And you have such a unique platform with fighting. You know, uh, the bigger your platform gets, the more fights you win, the further you go, the bigger fight. You know, all that stuff is you can continue to speak like this and just continue to spread that message and and just have a bigger platform to stand on as well. And I think if there's anybody that can do it, it is you. Because, I mean, we didn't even get into it. But, dude, I remember back when I first started them like, so you mean to tell me you were (laughs) – at CrossFit at 4 a.m., mowing lawns all day, oh working three jobs, and you're here. Like, I mean, just. Oh, you should hear my schedule now. Go <laughs> tell us. I want to hear it. Because I think right, people, so. we love it. Like, even with Fox, we did that where it's like, I think people show up to these fights on Saturday yeah. nights in the middle of Indiana, and it's like, oh, this is cool, or it's fun, or these guys are talented, but it's like nobody knows what you guys yeah, really go don't. through on a daily basis. Don't. But yeah, what's your daily schedule look like? 
Typically. So, uh, Monday through Friday, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, um, and I just I get out of bed, and I drink some of my protein shakes and stuff like that, make my bed, you know. That's always the start of the day. You should always make your bed. Mm-hmm. Um, make my bed. I get ready, and I go to CrossFit at 5.30. I got to be there at 5.30, so I get there at 5.30. Um, I work out with a whole bunch of women, and let me tell you what, they <laughs> go hard. Let me, they go hard, <laughs> but I'm, I'm that type of person that like they're not going to show me up today <laughs> at all. And um, but I work, I, I hit that at from five thirty to six thirty, sometimes seven, just depends on how long it takes. Yeah, um, I run a fencing company, so then we go out and we're lifting. 80 pound bags of concrete and yeah. we're lifting the four by four by eight posts treated all day me mm-hmm. and uh, keegan and we're just digging holes digging holes and, and yeah. we're just constantly going mm-hmm. so then we get off i make sure we get off about three because mm-hmm. like a year ago i worked from sun up to sundown yeah I, I slacked off on training a little bit and i just didn't you know, I wasn't focusing on myself and my yeah, success. Right. I was just so entwined, like that hundred percent. I jumped in there a hundred percent and you know, it was like, I can't do that. I have yeah. to pull back a little bit. So we get off at three o'clock. Yeah. Um, me and Keegan go lift weights. We do like lifting, lifting. Uh-huh. So I can get stronger because sure. I just don't want to be a skinny <laughs> little guy. <laughs> a little one seven here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to, I want to be strong. Um, so we do that from, Three thirty to four thirty-five. Yeah, and then uh, I go tan, hit the tanning bed. You know, <laughs> I gotta look. I gotta, I gotta stay looking good. You know. Do you wear your underwear? I do not wear my underwear. Okay, just uh, just there might not. be some people that want to know that. <laughs> I mean, what if I like take my underwear off in front of somebody or something? <laughs> no tan lines, baby. Uh, you know, you don't hey. want to have tan lines, hey, right? If you, got, if you got to take the underwear off for the weigh-ins, I get it. You know, you yeah, don't right. you don't want those lines. I, guess. I don't want people to see that. So, um, so I get in the tanning bed and then naked. Naked, pure <laughs> naked. Emphasize that. <laughs> naked, straight naked. And yeah. you come to class, get on Jacob's nerves. Well, well, then I go <laughs> and then I go do another like CrossFit mm-hmm. workout, which is uh, that's kind of like Matt mm-hmm. started doing. So um, I pick five workouts, and if I'm like having like a slow day, I'll pick like where I'm just like not into it. I'll pick like five things mm-hmm. where. A little bit easier yeah. but when i say easy they're really fucking not right it's stupid because it pisses me off because then <laughs> i'm like halfway through and i'm like man this sucks yeah why did i do this yeah <laughs> but before i do that i run a mile on the treadmill i do 55 calories on the elliptical and this is my warm-up yeah and then i do 55 on the bike mm-hmm. um and then i jump rope for uh five one minute rounds yeah and that's my warm-up and then i hit these one minute workout like hit workout type things and, yeah um so it'd be like push-ups for a minute and I make sure I get really deep on them. So push-ups for a minute, lunges with weights, um, box jumps, wall ball, sleds, ropes, rows. Mm-hmm. Like I pick five of those or something and I do that. And I wear my 20 pound vest and it got boring there for a while because I wasn't, the weight wasn't there. So you add the vest in? So I added a vest. So now, <laughs> I, so now I wear a 20 pound vest and that's actually now right now starting to get easy so i'm yeah i'm actually getting ready to get some 40 pounds yeah so i can start pushing that um and then i go in and train sometimes i'll skip training because i'm tired Mm -hmm. about that time but even when i'm like tired if i go home and i'm just sitting there and just thinking and my mind's going in places but i'm like 
okay, that's not good. Let's go run five miles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like last night, dude, I was like, it was like misting out. And I was like, just laying there. I was like, I really need to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So I like put my shoes on and just went and ran in it. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was the most calming thing in the world. Oh man, I bet. The mist was just coming down just right. Yeah. It wasn't raining. It wasn't hard. It was just misting. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I ran like five and a half miles. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went home, I went to bed, woke up this morning at 5.30 and, or 4.30 and hit the gym at 5.30 and yeah. went to work. And then I ran over here. <laughs> ran ran here. Literally ran. And you're going to have to run miles. back. We're not giving you a ride home. That's either. okay. Yeah, no. I want to run back. That'd be seven <laughs> miles a day. Plus, I'll Don't probably even. go to the gym a little bit later too. I believe it. Sundays, I'm just tired hearing you say that. Sundays you know. are usually yeah. my day off. Like I don't do nothing Sunday. I try not to. Yeah. Kind of mow the grass and do stuff around the house. Yeah. But today's just one of those days I just need to work out. So yeah. keeps me keeps me sane. Yeah. Keeps you focused. I get keeps it. Keeps me focused. Yeah. I get it. Well, so real quick, because we're going to wrap it up, but what's next because um just like i said want to know just won your first pro fight there's this like double coliseum night coming up are you trying to get on it are you gonna wait i I think at this point i'm just gonna wait yeah um like i said once i went pro it was kind of like let's take it a little bit more serious Mm -hmm. so i don't want just a month to train for somebody you still want to jump on a card like you want to prepare Right, I want to be able to prepare, yeah. and it's, what, a month out now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. From these fights. And yeah, you're gonna, I think you're October gonna, 15th, maybe, or you're something. Give me know. a pro fight a month out. Like, I'm just kind of, like, on that line. I'm just... Hmm. It's called growth. Because yeah. you would have took, <laughs> you would have took just about anybody yeah. as an amateur. Like, I would take, I would take it, but I, I want to go fight on Bellator one time. Yeah. I want to go maybe fight in the UFC one time. I just want one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, just to go up there and just... Yeah, because, I mean, with the network that B2 has, you have... As I was going to ask you, too, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Like, traveling opportunities to go fight in front of different yeah. states and yeah. build your and brain and your following. Yeah, and I got... Um, Greg Bell is awesome and just loves me, and I love him, and mm-hmm. just me and him click. So, mm-hmm. he owns B2, so... Right. If I wanted to go somewhere and fight, he would make sure I got there. If I wanted to go watch fights, he would make sure I got there. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just kind of like it's a whole different scene, and I like you said, I want to use this platform to mm-hmm. I want to not only better myself, but to better the people around me. Yeah, I want, I want everybody to be better. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just on that kick. I get hit up all the time, like on Facebook. People will be like, "Hey, man, I see your results. I see this, blah blah blah. I want to do that too." And I'm like, you know, I just sit and talk to. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just like, "Hey, man, like this is this is what I'm doing right now. This is how you can do it." Yeah, like get there. Like push and you know my friends and stuff they all make fun of me or joke around they're like hey without your shirt on you ain't got your shirt on this and <laughs> yeah. that yeah <laughs> but at, but at the same time to me it's like hey look at these results like yeah just go out there and put the work in right because we can all get there mm-hmm. yeah. everybody can, if you want those results you can have them right. if you don't want those shit go enjoy that cheeseburger for me yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude I you got you I got you so 170 so you're committed to 170 or maybe drop it to 55 oh, or no we're just we're gonna stay at 170, 70 it is. 175 because i just want to be strong yeah mm-hmm. i want to look good too you look good in the last one man i you really did yeah 
Oh. You're lucky I got a shirt on. Well, I'm really surprised. Well, yeah. when you when you came running up, you didn't have a shirt. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> I did. We're not sure where that one. Why don't came you go? From. With, why don't we do like James shirtless Schaefer? James shirtless Schaefer. That'd be you know that might hit. I mean, you know, what I'm just <laughs> saying that might hit. <laughs> That's true. Before that would we, give me a reason not to have my shirt on <laughs> I mean, all the got, time. You got to live up to the moniker. That's my brand. Like, bro, you know who I am? I'm like, shirtless Schaefer, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your mer- your merch is shorts because you don't wear shirts. Yeah, only only can just taught me how to like cut my shirt the way he does like oh, that's what so, that is oh yeah so we're on it this is called the keegan cut yeah. this is the keegan cut he's got a specific way he does it and so it's you, just you do keep like regular shirts for like business stuff though right or all of them gonna just look like that and that's what's just, even a shirt bro i guarantee it's polos <laughs> polos and everything are gonna look like this <laughs> sleeveless polo got the collar still what's out up? there golfing with sleeveless polo yeah on, you know well before we let you go man we do a rapid fire questions that oh, our man. own john asks so that's probably not no, good no right no wrong answer they're just fun john take it away sneakers or sandals sneakers <laughs> tacos or burgers tacos what's your favorite season oh, summer fall winter oh, okay summer okay <laughs> would you rather have nathan's hairstyle or brandon's beard <laughs> brandon's beard yeah mm, nice would you rather sleep in a tent or in a car tent mm, nice would you rather wear one rollerblade on a foot forever or always feel like you're about to fart I always feel like I'm about to fart. <laughs> that's uh, that's a little because you never know what's gonna happen there. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Especially mid fight, you let yeah. that out mid fight. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, know, you ever have like them scares where like, oh, this could have went bad. I know, but think about all those like big hills you'd be going down. You'd be like, Fuck. that's that's true. You'd have to. I <laughs> mean, that one leg bad. would be super strong. Though. Stairs. Yeah. Uh, would you rather be able to eat anything and still look the same, or never get tired? Eat, Ooh. eat anything and still look the same. There we go. A uh, lo- flip phone or a fat back TV. One for the rest of your Flip life. Flip phone. There we go. <laughs> Do you prefer a really hard roll or really hard sparring? Really hard sparring. Yeah. Does it feel better to tap a black belt or knock out a pro fighter? Ooh, he's done tap both. Tap a black belt. He's done yeah. both. All right, last one is, would you rather have the house of your dreams uh, in the middle of this town or a trailer in any location in the world? A trailer in any location in the world. Gotcha. There we go. We Moving can around. definitely adapt <laughs> like to a trailer. Clay Guida That's style. James Mike Schaefer, folks. That is him right there. And the whole hairstyle beard thing, it's not fair because they already have the same. Both of these Well, that's guys. why I had to say beard for him because, like, <laughs> obviously he'd be like, oh, no, no, that's, that's my what, brother. What would it take that's to... A- to let you grow that for like three months, like what, what could we beard? do? No, you're well, oh, everything, hair oh. and beard, hair and beard, bro. Three months, bro. I would for charity. If we what? could get, if we could get you like two hundred <laughs> new followers on Instagram, would you do it? Two hundred. Just I don't even have my Instagram. I actually just shut all my social media down. I like it for you. I like this guy. He's really, just, he's really. I think, I think you just got another fan he, right here. Yeah. Thing, I was spending a lot of time on social media. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be laying there and I'd be like just stewing over a bunch of shit and mm-hmm. I'd just be like looking at social media and it was just not healthy for me. So Yeah, it'll get you. But let me tell you, if you guys found some fundraiser where you guys could like Hey listen this is don't it. don't try it. Listen. Now. <laughs> I'm I'm just telling you guys right now like how about this? The Gillied House is I'm a big sponsor of theirs or okay. I'm I'm with them. I actually just kinda like trying to get on the board there with them. Um just depends on a couple of career moves and stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh if I do end up getting on the board with him, I'm 100% with that place. Okay. But if you guys could find something that would donate to them, I would let my hair and my beard <laughs> oh my gosh. grow out for three months. Yes. Oh. 
We might. Folks, listen. We might. But yeah. we'll have to come up with a number. We'll think about that. You, right, right. Yeah, we'll kick this around. We'll think about it. I mean, it. it's going to happen Cause, eventually, but. Because I'm the one, you give me an inch, I'm going to take a mile because now right. I'm thinking a year. Like, what, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and it has to, I mean, we got we to gotta make this quick. Oh, no, hold up. Yeah, you heard me right. Three months. <laughs> hey. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about we'll it. Talk. We're going to figure this out. We'll shave, man. Can't thank you enough, dude. Like, genuinely, uh, we just appreciate you being honest, telling your story, man. That's like, I, I, that's not easy to do and put the stuff out that you did. Um, dude, you're like literally one of our favorite people on earth. I, I can speak for all three of us and actually say that uh, comfortably. Would you kiss me? <sighs> on the lips. I'm pretty sure we probably have before. <laughs> probably. <laughs> we've, we've, I mean, we've, we've definitely been close enough to probably do it. Um, yeah. I, I respect you're one of the few people that goes to the neon belly all the time. Oh, it's gosh. absolutely terrible. You live the brand. You live the brand. We love you. We thank you. Do you have anything to say before we let you go? I just want to say thank you for letting me come up here and, you know, share because, like I said, like we were talking about, you know, this is a platform. Yep. And if we can help one person out there, like, let's fucking do it. Dude, yes, I think you will. I think somebody's going to hear this. And uh, there's so many people with, like, comeback stories like yours, but your story is unique and your story is going to be unique to somebody that's probably going to hear this. And, and, and even if it's not through this, it's going to be eventually because you're just – just a great guy, man. Thank you. John, do you have anything to say before we go? Uh, Gable Stevenson signed a contract somewhere, so. We'll find out. Brandon, anything before we go? Oh, I'll take a page out of Schaefer's book and say, do the right thing. Go mm. there. Like Spike Lee? Kind of. Do you know go. who Spike Lee is real quick? He's a person. Duh. Okay. <laughs> a person that does what? Film. <laughs> Don't change, Brandon. I ever. Don't, I don't know. Never change, Does he Brandon. Even talk. <laughs> yeah, we're not sure yet. We're still trying to figure that out. Be ready Wednesday. For, well, it's going to no, be Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Yeah, yes, so. this is Wednesday. We'll see you guys Sunday. Enjoy your weekend. No fights this weekend, actually. But so we'll talk about something. We'll talk about something. See you guys. I love Sunday. you. I love my mom. Peace.